welcome to another episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we learn how to overcome adversity, depict fact versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today we have a very exciting episode here with Miss Lauren. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you very much. So happy to have you here. Happy for those, to be here. <laughs> for those that don't know Lauren, Lauren and I started as client trainer back a few years ago. About three, a little over three. <laughs> little three, wow, three years ago, time flies. <laughs> but anyway, she started with me, we trained, and to be completely honest, she's really helped me inspire myself to go greater because she went from being a client all the way to now, officially becoming a personal trainer. So, yay! Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> so, Lauren, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you started exercising? What was your first motivation to get back into the gym and pursue personal training? Okay. Well, I was active for a very long time, never in a gym setting necessarily, but doing things around. But that kind of slowed down when I moved into my new house, got married just started living a life with my husband that wound up being quite sedentary. <laughs> so I wasn't feeling good. And I also knew that my mom was being pretty sedentary as well. So I told, well, I asked her if she wouldn't mind joining a gym with me so that we could go to classes together and help motivate each other. And she was all for it because we know that we do better when we help each other out. So I went to the gym and then Anthony gave me a call <laughs> to offer a free assessment, which I took up because, hey, it's free. What can you lose <laughs> from <Nothing>. something free? <laughs> and we started training shortly thereafter. Awesome. What was your favorite part about the training? What really got you motivated to pursue it longer and really become a trainer yourself? Well, honestly, it was great to have someone that I was accountable to and to help make sure I went in. So if I had an appointment, I was gonna make it there. Well, I mean, of course things come up, but for the most part, I was always gonna make that appointment. And I liked that, that, that accountability helped drive me to keep going. And then I was going to a lot of group fitness classes and you said, hey, you could do this. You could be a, a group fitness instructor. And I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you encouraged me and that encouragement really did make an, a difference. It made me go, well, if he actually thinks I can do it, I guess I can try. And I did. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, the, the group's classes that we do here are a lot different than what I had been participating in, but I love it. I mean, the class members here are amazing. They are so supportive and so sweet, and I love all of them. They are a lot of fun to have in the gym. They are, I absolutely. Gotta be honest. <laughs> so what's different, for those that don't know, between the big box gym where we were at to now the studio we're here now? What's the different type of classes you're referring to? Well, I do a small group training, whereas group classes at a big gym have maybe 20-plus people at times, whereas here we max out at six or seven. And that's really the max. <laughs> but because it's the small groups, we can give more personalized attention, even if it is in a group setting. I can still watch everybody. I can still see what people are doing. And I think that, and I'm, at least I try to just be supportive. Whether someone can do something or not that the, everybody else can, I try to make sure that they don't feel bad because they can't do something. I try to say, okay, we're moving on to the next. We're going to move up as we go. 
And I think that part of that has helped make all of the other people, like all of the people in the class, very supportive of each other as well. So I have never come across anybody making anybody feel bad. And that's one of the great things about this place. It is so supportive and motivational. Like there's never anything making anybody feel bad. Everybody feels good coming here because they're encouraged and they're supported. And I think that makes a huge difference as opposed to just being a nameless, faceless person at a big box gym. Well, aren't there some benefits to being in a big group? So as far as classes, what are the benefits of having a big group and what are the benefits of having a small group? I know you kind of dove into the small, but what about a big group setting? Well, a big group setting is great for, I think, getting your toes wet, kind of. Like, just getting a taste of what the... A taste of what going into this kind of environment and doing these kind of things does. So, I mean, that's what I liked about going to big classes because I could go there and not be paid too much attention to and be a little bit, um, not a nobody, but I didn't want attention at first <laughs> because I felt like I didn't want to hear what I could and couldn't do. You I already know you knew it. Literally do everything. <laughs> I can't do everything. <laughs> <laughs> she can do everything. Don't thank get you. me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but thank you. That's, again, an example of you being very motivational. <laughs> um, and the big groups, there's also a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, there is support there too. But I don't, I don't know. Bigger classes are great to just go and do something and not worry too much about who's seeing what you're doing. <laughs> so what advice would you give to people to start going to the classes? Because I know a lot of people are probably afraid to even make that first step, which is walking into a gym. Right. What kind of comforting advice can we give them? Like, hey, it's okay to go and do it. I think somewhat the anonymity of it is part of the benefit of a big group class because no one's trying to point you out and say, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's just, I would go in, maybe see what something is like. Take a, every big box gym, every gym that I know of, offers you at least a little bit of time to try something out before you dive into any sort of deal or contract. I would take them up on it, see what they offer, see if you would even enjoy doing even a portion of any of what they offer. Because that's the only giving it a try is the only way you're gonna know if it appeals to you at all. Oh, so true. So many people just are afraid to just make that first step of commitment. Ninety percent of the effort is walking into the door. Hundred percent. Okay, ninety percent. <laughs> but it, it does take a lot to. You have to have that point at which you say, "I have to do something," and I really need to make a change. And Walking in a door <laughs> really is a large part of the difficulty. Yeah, <laughs> definitely is. And people get worried about intimidation from being in classes. So what kind of advice can you help people like to not be intimidated by others in the facility? I think it's going to sound funny, but the biggest thing to remember is nobody's paying attention. Nobody, everybody is trying to do their best for themselves. They're not paying attention to everybody else. If you can't do something, no one's looking at you saying, oh, geez, I can't believe they can't do this. No one's paying attention. Just do what you have to do for yourself because you're the only one who knows that what you need. So I think 
just taking into account that you don't have to worry about other people or their opinion is a big part of it. Absolutely. Definitely agree with that. Now let's kind of dive back into the small group class setting where we were talking about the benefit of having a few people so you can watch. Give some examples of what you do here at the studio, what kind of classes you teach, and what really makes that difference of having a smaller type class. Okay. Well, the, like, like you said, the small group class, you can still get some personalized attention while not being, I don't want to say targeted because personal training isn't like a targeted, you have to do this, you have to do that. But it's, you get the attention and you still get the camaraderie of a class. So the people who, that come to my class, they all, know, whether they know each other at the beginning, they definitely get to know each other throughout the process. And they've become friends. I mean, I have group chats now with my students. They're so supportive and so sweet with each other. Like, all they want to do is encourage each other, and it's amazing. So the classes that I do, I have a few different kinds. I'd say the most popular right now is my BOSU class. Uh, that is what is a BOSU? <laughs> <laughs> a BOSU is a piece of equipment that we use. It's kind of like a half ball with a, with a flat platform. And it introduces an element of instability when you're doing your workout. So I like to kind of just do a little bit of everything in each class. And we focus on upper body, lower body, core. And balance, because I think balance is a really, really important thing. My grandmother is 93 years old. She's fallen several times. And I really feel like balance has a lot. Well, I know balance has a lot to do with that. And it made me really see just how important it is. I mean, so much happens when you get older and you get unstable that I'd rather hold that off as long as I can. <laughs> Totally um, agree. What about the age group? I know some people think that these small classes are just for your 40 to 50 year olds and that's it. Yeah, no, it's we have all different age ranges. I mean, at the moment, we've probably got, I'd say mid, mid 20s to 30s, all the way up into 60s, 70s. I mean, not everybody will do everything the same way, but that's a good thing. Not everyone is supposed to at different points in their lives. And part of the small group training aspect is that I can modify things as needed for certain for people as they're going along. Because you also change from when you start to the farther you get along. I mean, when I first met you, I couldn't do a push-up. <laughs> and now I can. <laughs> no, Lauren, you can do push-ups with bosu balls, stability balls, one hand tied behind your back, and then doing it with one eye leaning off to a side. That's, that's how you can do push-ups. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, <laughs> so, I mean, part of the small group training is there is the ability to modify things per, for the person as opposed to the person just feeling like, ugh, I can't do that. Never mind, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, I personally, I'm a big believer that the older you are, the more you should be exercising. A lot of people come to me and say, well, you know, I'm in my 70s, 80s, I shouldn't be exercising. Research has shown time and time and time again, the older you are, you can actually participate in HIIT training. Yeah. And for those that don't know what HIIT training is, it's high intensity interval training, meaning quick, fast paced exercises. And it's so important to do that to work your heart. 
on top of working your balance like Lowen was breaking into. So you can work with what we call functional training. And that way you don't have to worry about getting up and down off the floor or doing things. And having that class setting, which she was talking about, can really encourage you because now you can do it with your friends. Absolutely. You get five of you coming together and be like, Hey, Debbie, we're going to a class today. Come on down. <laughs> All right, Dawn, I'll be right there. It's a great example of just forcing people to come. I see Lauren with her class. She reaches out all the time and saying, hey, ladies, don't forget class tonight. Absolutely. That adds that extra layer of accountability where they feel like they have to show up or they're going to disappoint you, right? Right, which to say I would never be disappointed. <laughs> I wouldn't be disappointed in anybody. I understand things happen in life. But I do want to show that I care because I do. I really I want people to come in, and it's not because I want them to come to my class. I want them to be here to do for themselves. It takes so much to carve out time for yourself every day that – the fact that they take that time to come here and take a class with me or anybody or even training, it means a lot. Yeah, it means a lot, like we talked, just to kind of take that first step and walk into the door. Absolutely. Which is night and day difference. Lauren, by the way, has managed to take our classes from nobody. It was basically <laughs> non-existent before she started it. And has really got this great group of ladies that she has coming down all doing the classes consistently that shows how great of a person she is thank you (laughs) for real though it's nothing to do with the programs it's all the person teaching it and that's with everything in life well it helps that we have a great clientele i mean like i said everybody is so lovely (laughs) that it's it's easy to be around them and to want to be with them so it makes a big difference i mean the people you're around make a huge difference in your life so let's kind of talk about one thing I personally notice is your mom. Yes. Your mom started coming here when we opened, yes. and she's taken almost every single one of your classes. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> I've seen her do some absolutely amazing things, and I don't want to spoil it, so I want Lauren <laughs> to talk all about what her mom's doing at our place right now. Well, my mom, like you said, takes a lot of my classes. I've tried to – she's a little more nervous just when it comes to um, – taking other classes just because I think she does get a little self-conscious at times, which everybody understands that. But I've also encouraged her to take, she's taken Allie's TRX class and she really liked it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, my mom has made great strides. She's gotten so strong. I'm so proud of her. I mean, and she's, because of the balance aspect that I mentioned with the BOSU class, we've worked up on that and I'm, I can be proud of her. (laughs) She's, really come so far i mean she has even said that she there's a couple she helps my grandmother with um her walker and getting in and out of the car and things like that and sometimes you know they're bulky items that can get in the way and she said she started to fall at one point but she was able to catch herself and right herself and she actually credited my class for that which was amazing yeah (laughs) i mean it's a it's I have to give it to her, though. It's because she's willing to put herself out there and do these things and really work with me. I mean, it's it's probably hard to listen to a family member to tell you what to do, especially a daughter. <laughs> I mean, while so she trusts true. me. So true. I can't even train my mother. She does not listen to me. And I don't want to, when she tells me no, I am not saying, all right, mom, do it. That's why she trains with another trainer here. <laughs> Um, but she's, she's got a great attitude. She 
basically is we're we're very similar in that once we say hey this is doing something good for us we're gonna keep going with it and that's what she's done she keeps coming and she is even helping me throughout this whole coronavirus thing i mean she's saying okay are we gonna work out today and i okay <laughs> so, so you guys are working out at home yep what kind of exercises are you guys doing at home um all different types of things but mostly body weight just because i don't have a lot of the equipment at home neither does she uh so a lot of body weight body weight exercises um checking out things online too i've been watching classes online because that gives me ideas too i can go oh i really like that or oh i hated that <laughs> which usually just means that i should do it some more <laughs> <laughs> that's so true i was trying some exercises today some variations of push-ups and i was like wow i hate this yeah i should do more of them exactly <laughs> it's really frustrating when that happens right when you're like wait i felt like i was in good shape and this is really hard <laughs> There's something called, I was looking it up online, you have to have your hand holding a pole and another hand in the push-up position on the floor and try to get a push-up like that, keeping your shoulders square to the floor. I got one. Wow. That sounds really hard. Yeah, we're going to do that later. Of course. Of course. <laughs> something that was just, I was like, why can't I do this? <laughs> it's different. And that's one of the cool things too, changing it up makes a big difference. So taking classes or training with different people definitely makes a difference <laughs> yeah definitely and you went ahead and like we said she became a personal trainer yep so talk a little bit about that process now that you're officially training here at redefine fitness yeah. <laughs> um it was intimidating i have to say because i while i'm in the atmosphere a lot i wasn't sure i wasn't sure basically <laughs> you know Self-doubt always comes in for anybody at any time. So I wasn't sure about it at first, but then I talked to you about it and you were really enthusiastic. You, again, were very motivational, encouraging, and that helped me a lot. So I went forward, I did the online testing. Well, it wasn't testing online, the training and the reading and all of the work was online, but I had to take a proctored exam at the end. Um, but it's been really great and it's been really fun because I, well, actually it's a while ago now, it doesn't feel like it, but I did a free training day and I actually got some, my, some of my friends came, some of our clients here that I haven't worked with came, even ones that I have worked with, which I guess they can't dislike me if they would even bother coming. Yeah, they came back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been really cool. Just, it's been a lot of fun. Learning also just to pacing, honestly, was something that I'm not used to. I mean, a class is very different from working one-on-one. -on -one. So true. Because in a class, I'm going through it. So I'm doing it too. And I go, okay, let's get some water. I need a break. <laughs> but one-on-one, -on -one, I, I have so many ideas going on that sometimes I'm like, okay, this, okay, this, okay, this. And then I go, wait a second. We need to calm down. We need to slow down. But now you know where my ADD comes in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, ooh, I got a really good idea. Let's go over here. Yeah. <laughs> And it's very true. When I hear, ooh, I've got a good idea, I get nervous every time. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, you go, oh, no. Yep. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say nervous. It's more just like, oh, what's ahead? <laughs> so I'm going to kind of flip this around. Now, everyone talks about training, about how it ins they inspire their clients, it helps with the clients. But I want to know 
how it inspires yourself because that's something I personally felt when I became a trainer was that changed my internal motivators for myself. So okay. what about yourself? Did you feel any difference that like, oh, now I'm a trainer and I got to do A, B, C, D? Um, huh. <laughs> well, it did make me analyze and say, okay, what do I, what is it that I'm looking from people and what is it, what, I, what do I want to do for people? And I think because probably I've done the group fitness aspect of it, it kind of just continued it along a line of, I really just want to help people do the best for themselves, do what they can and push themselves not to do something crazy, but to just feel better and feel good about their time spent here. Yeah. Because I know it's a big investment. It is. But it's an important investment for yourself, which is what you need to do. I tell people right off the bat, like, listen, training can, depending on where you live and where you're from, I know it can range up to about $90 an hour. Mm -hmm. But how much does it cost to spend one night in a hospital from something you could have prevented from properly exercising, we're talking about at least $10,000. Yeah. And I know people like type 2 diabetes, for example, your insulin payments alone are coming at 500 a month. That could cover twice a week personal training. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just, I think it, it is hard for people to put it in that kind of perspective, even when they're told, <laughs> even when you give it to them that way, because they're like, yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And it's like, yeah, but it could. So why not try to avoid it in a really positive way? It's not like we're saying, take this drug and you're going to feel better and you're going to do Wouldn't great. that be easier? Here's a oh. pill to make you perfectly healthy. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it's also work. That's the thing. It's not that we're just saying, oh, take yourself into account, do for yourself. You have to put in work for it. So that's always a little bit um, daunting. <laughs> It's daunting but rewarding. It's Absolutely. if I ever have a bad day, I go to the gym and I put in my workout. Yes. And let me tell you, I feel six million times better afterwards. Yes. And I'm bouncing off the walls. It could be a combination of that and the pre-workout. I think the pre-workout has a lot to do. <laughs> no, it's but it, it's a, a lot of mindset. I mean, there are a lot, hundreds of studies that show that doing a physical activity will help your mindset. It's really good for your mental health. And I honestly do believe it because I've been less active because of all of the things going on. And it does affect my mental health. So I have to make sure to tell myself, go do something. Whether it's five minutes of doing anything or you know, taking five, not even five minutes, Go every hour doing 10 push-ups. I did that the other day. You did that the other day? <laughs> I oh did. My. Say she loves push-ups, don't let her fool you. I don't, but that's why I have <laughs> to keep doing them. <laughs> um, even just a little bit has a huge effect on your mental health. Absolutely. Yeah. Sarah and I uh, have this tendency to go for Sarah and Anthony walks, my parents call them, <laughs> where like we just start walking and then come back four and a half hours later. <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's been our tendency when it hasn't been raining because it's New York in spring, so. Ugh, so much rain. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a pain in the butt. It is. <laughs> but, yeah, it's mental health and how physical fitness fits in. They're absolutely interconnected. So my last question to you, Lauren. Okay. What inspires you? What's the inspiration that 
keeps you going and what kind of words of inspiration do you want to give to our audience from this? Okay. Um, I'd say results inspire me. Seeing a change, seeing a difference in myself and others, that's what inspires me because that's kind of showing you that it does make a difference. If nothing ever changed, which is not the case, <laughs> then it would be disheartening. But whether, I mean, and I know some things won't change or might not change, but knowing that you could do something now that you couldn't do before is a huge inspiration. So that's what I like to think of when I'm doing all of this and that's what I like to tell people and, and encourage people with because I can say, listen, you remember six months ago, you didn't do this, you couldn't do this, but now you can and you can do more. And I feel like that's truly inspirational. Definitely, definitely is that keeps me going. It's like, wow, I used to run a 15, 15 mile. <laughs> And now it's like, wow, that's literally, I must have been crawling. <laughs> that's where I'm at, but that's okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, even those push-up things I was talking about earlier yes. that are really hard. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I want to thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey not a destination. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on. We really appreciate it and hope to hear from you soon.